Good day and welcome here to Sports Stars.ie. New episode of the Fair Green, our weekly chat with a past or present player, looking at their career so far, their hopes for the future, and then they get to make or break lifelong friendships when they name their fantastic four. Well, my guest this week is only really starting out an intercounty career, but already has made a massive impact. Two national titles in the last 12 months. She was third in our Sports Stars Player of the Year and is looking forward to playing in the All-Ireland Senior Camogie Championship in just a few weeks time of course I'm talking about Downs Saoirse McCartan and first Saoirse welcome to the Fair Green thanks very much for having me thank you Sersha, it's been, even we were talking back in March and you'd won the All-Ireland Intermediate title, but it's been all go since as well. We were just talking off air a weekend off, a chance to catch your bread pretty much before another big summer ahead. Yeah, I suppose the matches came second faster, you know, from going from not doing anything to straight in, but it's good. Like, um, it's obviously good that we won the league there, so it sort of gives us a bit of momentum, I suppose, going into the senior championship. I think that's something that we needed and um, we were slow to start and... As training progressed, I think we just picked up the pace and, you know, everyone found their feet a bit more. But I think we're still, we're still got a bit to go, you know, but we're really excited, obviously, for um championship to come and, you know, get ready, give it a good, give it a good lash. You're going the right way in a way, and we'll talk about that in a bit, and we'll go back at the league and the All-Ireland. Last week's guest on this show was Gemma O'Connor from Cork, and I have been told that you're a big fan of Gemma O'Connor. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's a... Uh... Childhood hero and all that. And I know she's um obviously one of the, like probably one of the best movie players in recent times. Like so, yeah, she's a yeah, she's a good good movie player now. It must be an awful blow for yourself, though. The fact is, you finally get to senior camogie, and you're drawn in the same group as Cork. But Gemma has retired, so you won't get that chance to line up against her in an Ireland Senior Championship. Yeah, but it might make things a bit easier for us now. <laughs> like, Jesus, but um, yeah, obviously, like you know, you want to play against the best, so. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing, but sure, I'm sure there will be someone, you know, stepping in her place that is probably just as, you know, just as talented. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it now. A lot is made about the big three counties in Camogie in regards to Cork, Kenny and Galway, but you must look at this group for down and based on the confidence that you've built up, you've only had the loss to Antrim at the start of the 2021 league and say, Waterford Dublin, we're as good as they, we can give them a match. Yeah, I think we definitely could. Like, it obviously won't be an easy match. Like, no, no game's going to be easy. But I think if we work hard and train hard and, you know, going with the right mentality as if, you know, we can beat them, I think even if you look at the Wexford game, I think we were really slow to start there. You know, we we sort of didn't, doubted ourselves a bit because Wexford are um, just relegated down and obviously have been a big senior team throughout the year. So we just, I think we were slow to start. And once we realised we built up a bit of confidence and ran at them, then we started to realise, like, you know, we are just as good. And then, yeah, we came out with a win that day. So I think we just need to bring that mentality of, you know, play as if, you know, we are just as on the same level and, you know, see how it goes. How important was the league backing up the All-Ireland Championship? Because like, it was a competitive league. I saw Wexford in the flesh. I watched your opening game against Antrim as well. And like, there was no gimme in that as well. But after getting the senior camogie, after winning the All-Ireland Intermediate, you know, was it important that Down backed that up now and got to Division One camogie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even think the aim for us though was to win the league. I think we just wanted to win and play every game, you know, with the same intent, you know, as if it was an All-Ireland game, you know, a decider game. So I think we just went in with that intent and, you know, obviously it's lovely to win it and it brings a huge bit of momentum into the team and confidence. But it wasn't the goal, but like, it's obviously nice to win it and, you know, yeah. 
There's been a real boost in down Camogie recently. It kind of corresponds with you coming into the team as well. And we'll go to that in a moment too. But like we have the second team now, they only lost out to Armagh recently in the Ulster quarterfinal by a point too. And, you know, Camogie seems to be thriving and down again. Yeah, I think Derek has a huge part to play in that. Also, like, you know, starting up the seconds team and bringing, bringing in guards that probably wouldn't have initially came to County at all. So I think he definitely has a huge part to play in that there. And then I think... You know, I'm even talking from a self point of view, like um, 2018 when they got to the Ireland final, I was sitting in the crew park. Actually, funny enough, Catherine McGordy was sitting in front of me and um, we were watching it. And I remember then the next year, you've seen everyone, like they're seeing loads of new girls coming in. And obviously you want to be a part of something that's, you know, going that way. And like, I suppose when I joined, I didn't realise, you know, how like serious they were about it. I just joined and sort of dosed about, but then it's as I realised, you know, this team's like serious and yeah, it started to get good. Sergio, you mentioned Derek Dunn there as well. And of course, Derek had briefly stepped down as down manager, but he's back now for the, uh, obviously winning the National League Division 2 and then the All-Ireland campaign. How important is it that he stayed on with you because you want to continue building on the momentum that we were just talking about? Yeah, it was. I think it's hugely important. He knows, he knows all of us inside out and, you know, he knows what way to set out like you know the tactics wise and all to make us play like we have been and obviously everyone has a lot of time for Derek he's does a lot for us so we really obviously appreciate him and yeah it was a really important I think I think it gave us a huge another boost of confidence when he came back in and Marty Mallon and Philly, Philly Barge as well I suppose after last year they had the momentum too like they they brought you know the same they've actually brought more more in for us this year like in terms of like people coming in and training us and stuff so they really buy into it and like everyone's the girls see a manager you know buying into something you know you know like you want to buy into it with with them as well well we wish you the very very best of luck in the upcoming all-ireland senior championship campaign but we're going to go back now and look at the journey that got us to this position as well you mentioned there about watching the 2018 all-ireland final sitting behind Catherine mcgorty but it was the following year am i right that you came into the down camogie setup yeah so the following year um martina rini rang me and asked would I be in, um, interested. And I suppose after seeing the progress that they made, um, I was like extremely happy. So yeah, I went along and sort of didn't think I would be good enough and pushed myself then and really um committed to it. And yeah, thankfully, like it's it's worked out quite well. Am I right in saying you were playing a bit of football before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played down senior football there the year before and then I went into the camogie then and then I would, I would love to do jail at some point, but it's just about finding the time and the balance and the mindset. Yeah, because understandably too, and the reason I asked the football, like normally we ask influences to get you into sport and I suppose there's no surprise one of your big influences is your own dad that you dedicated the league victory to as well. And sure, I grew up watching him play for Down as well and winning the All-Irelands. Um, he's no doubt one of the big influences in your career so far. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, growing up, you look up to your parents, obviously, and um, he was obviously hugely into sports. So it just sort of, I suppose, my brothers as well would have played sports. So I just always had a football or movie ball in my hand. And yeah, I, I don't think I would probably be as into sport if it wasn't for them, you know. So, yeah. I remember uh, Greg's celebration against Cavan back in the 1994 championship. You commented yourself now in an interview last week that you weren't going doing that, but did it ever cross your mind or did it just come up when you were asked in the post-match interview? Oh, it would never cross my mind. <laughs> no, I couldn't be at that night, but, um, you know, I think Jerome said something about um, my dad scoring the goal and doing the big dance and, oh God, nothing. I wouldn't be at it, like, but 
Uh, it's funny when you look back at it. This is funny. I was in a musical play, the Mountie, the year before that as well, and it just reminded me the way he pulled the pulled the knees up as well, getting the goal. But sure, was the passion that that down team had as well. And I know it was before your time, but no doubt you've heard so many stories of what that team achieved. Like your dad was, was sub in ninety one, he was part of the main uh, main fulcrum of the team in nineteen ninety four as well. But a great crew of players that inspired a new generation. Yeah, completely. Um, yeah, when you think about down football, you think about ninety four, obviously, and Mickey Linden, the likes of them, and Ross Carr, and yeah, they were obviously a hugely influential team, yeah. Did you start playing both games around the same time as a child or was there a kind of football first or camogie first or what way did it pan out? It was definitely football first, always. Always <laughs> football. Like, and up until, like, I think maybe lower sixth of school, I would have been football, like, mindset. And then, I don't know what's happened. I sort of switched when I was about 16 to camogie. And then ever since, I've just, I really have put the football on the back foot and focused on camogie. But did you play camogie beforehand or just pick it up around 16? Oh, sorry, no. Um, I started camogie when I was um, P7, so like primary 7. So it must have been about 12, no, maybe 10, 12, around that age. And when you started playing camogie then as well, and we'll talk about your achievements in St. Louis Grammar School in a moment, um, did you get a grow for it as well, like you had the football too, or was it kind of at the time, you know, I want to play both games? You talked about hopefully playing, being a dual player someday. Yeah, I suppose when I picked up camogie and like... All the girls in our club would be dual. Like Ethan Kuhn is currently actually on the county camogie and football panel. So I would have grew up with them girls. And sort I suppose it was just natural to do both. Camogie just took over. Took over when I suppose actually maybe in 2018, camogie really took over when I started. Um, when we actually won the championship that year, we went up to senior, and then we were playing against the likes of Sir Louise and all. That's the first time I've ever came across players like that there, and, and then it really drove me on because I realised probably I wasn't at their standard. So then I think I pushed on from there. I suppose before I, I move on, like it's probably an unfair question to ask, but even now, would Camogie be the favourite game at the moment or is it just at the moment you're you're focusing on the Camogie because it's been going very, very well? Yeah, I would say I'm just focusing on the Camogie because it's been going well, but um, I'd love to get back into the football now just when I find the time. And and obviously I've moved down to Cork here, so it just wasn't probably feasible this year, but at some point, definitely in the future, I would love to do both. Down football management will be keeping the phone very close to the ears there to hear that news as, as time goes on. Uh, I mentioned you went to St. Louis Grammar School in Kilkeel and that's where your camogie career really started to develop. And they enjoy great success at camogie as well. There was a few Ulster titles there. Yeah, there a few, I think, Ulster Seas or something. Yeah, there was. But um, I think the school All-Stars was really, I suppose, I always got asked and then I went and to you know the trials. I went to the provincials then and yeah, so yeah, camogie third school was good. Um, but I think definitely the, the thing that drove me on for Camogie was definitely when I, in 2018 we won club intermediate and um, going up was definitely the, the drive, driving force. In Castlewellan as well and um, you got your opportunity to play senior Camogie as well. Let's talk about that. Was that 2017 or 2018? Um, 2018 I think. And was that with your first of two county titles, is it? Yeah. Let's talk about the club, Castlewell. And of course, we talked about you starting off playing the football as well and playing a bit of camogie as well. The club, which got a great passion for both codes as well. And as you mentioned there, county intermediate success, no doubt one of the big days of your career so far. Yeah, completely. I suppose clubs like home, isn't it? And it's where it's where everything starts off for you. So it's hugely important that you, you know, you always stick with your club. And we won, I suppose, the intermediate. I, actually, our club won three in a row football titles senior um, and then the year I joined we got to the final got beat and haven't won it since <laughs> oh, so yeah so it's a bit touchy subject but um, no um, it's obviously brilliant winning with the girls you grew up with and 
it's important too. Like, and obviously being away at the moment, I can't play with him. So it makes me appreciate. I think I'll appreciate it more once I get back up the road. Yeah, I won't hold that against you at the moment anyway. No doubt that's a conversation for down the line too. But uh, Castle Wellens Camogie's success obviously was putting you in the in the minds of some people at inter-county level as well. You had an Ulster campaign that year as well. Um, I think it was the Bredini Oak uh, from Antrim uh, just denied you a high-scoring game. Yep. Yes, they did beat us. And then the, the I, think, I think maybe it was 2019 we won again and we played against Banagher maybe in the from Derry and they give us a good hammering. But um I think as we've got an extremely young team like so it's it's only progressing. Like I think the eldest is like maybe 25 um, 26. So yeah I think we're we're up and coming more so when if you look at the likes of who's on the county panel, actually one of the guards just joined there recently, Anna Rogan. And she scored the probably the deciding goal against Antrim there last week. So yeah we're extremely young but we're like there's a lot of guards up and coming in it. Needless to say, a county senior title at club level is the ultimate ambition now at the moment after the two successes. We talk about 19 in the moment, but after the two successes, well as holding yourselves in that top flight and down Camogie and trying to build it from there. Yeah, completely. Um, I think that's the aim, but we just need full more numbers and girls to find their feet a wee bit. Um, you know what I mean? Like, as I said, the eldest is 25 and I think around her, like I know around... My age would be probably strong, but like 17s mainly where our most of our age group is right now. So it's it's going to take a while, but I think, you know, everyone, everyone will buy into it when we, when we get sorted. It must be encouraging too that the team bounced back up as well. As we mentioned, it's two intermediate county titles that were picked up as well. It's very easy to get caught back again, falling down the ranks, but you did come back, get the second um, county title as well. And of course, that kind of gives a sign that this team has the, the fight in them to step up to the plate when the tests get tougher as you get older. Yeah, I think we are so much more able for senior. I think, like you know what I mean? We don't realise how able we are, but I think it's just about making a click and keeping girls interested that are coming through. Um, so that's probably the, the main, like the hardest part is trying to keep girls interested and, you know, but right now I think we're going good and I know training down home is going well at the moment. So hopefully this year they can push on now and get more experience and um, no doubt we'll probably um, be in the senior championship for a few years to come. We look forward to seeing how you progress in that as time goes on as well. The reason I mentioned that game against Virginia Oak Mantrum is, of course, you scored a goal in that match, even though you lost the game 3-9 to 2-9. And as you, as you said yourself in a recent interview, you're, you're not one known for scoring goals, but every time I look at a down team sheet, there's always a, like a couple of points behind Saoirse McCartan's name as well. Is it just the way you play or uh, even last week, was it just, did you take a moment of inspiration and say, I'll have a crack at this? Yeah, like, I don't know, I just... Always find myself in a position where a point's always need like a, a better score. But I think last week, I think the space opened up a few times and I never would usually run, I, you know, like go for the juggler. And I think I just just thought, you know what, the worst thing I can do is go wide. And um, when Sarah Louise passed the ball over and there was acres of space, I was, I was just like, I have to just go for this. There's no point in that. There's a great attack there at the moment, as you mentioned, Sarah Louise Graffin too. Sure, Neve Mallon, we talked so much about last year as well. Down have been putting in high scores as well, and very important, especially when you want to compete at senior level. Yeah, completely. Once we get our our four line going, you know what I mean? There's serious people who can put you know scores over. Like Neve Mallon is probably one of the best Camogie players in the country at the moment, and Sarah Louise as well. And then you've got Lauren Clark coming in as well, who can um you know just as easily win a ball and put it over the bar. So yeah, it's looking good. Um. We're obviously extremely excited to get into senior and, and to give it a crack. You know, you're testing yourself up against the best player in the country and that's where you know you want to be and you have to be to progress. 
you came into the senior setup in 2019. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But it wasn't when you started representing down. You talked about interprovincial trials already. That was in football, I believe. But is it around under 14 level you started uh, getting a look into the down underage camogie setup? Yeah, I suppose I sort of um, filtered in and out of it. I never really committed as much as I probably should have. And that's probably one regret, actually, throughout growing up. I didn't commit to, you know, county development panels as much as probably I should have. But, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't, I, I think I was in it for maybe a year or so, maybe under 14, but that was about the height of it. Um, and then in 2019, I played minor and senior then. And, um, yeah, that was, that was really it. Was it kind of at the time, too, that there was an awful lot of commitment to be asking for such a young player and you were trying to juggle so many things? You were playing with the school, uh, the football was keeping an interest as well, the club were keeping you busy? Yeah, completely. It is hard to do it all, obviously, but I think... Um, when you've girls from your club going, I think it was just really me that was going at the time. And I suppose it's harder when you're younger, you know, to, to sort of find your feet and fit in. So, um, yeah, it, was, it, might, it would be easier if there's girls in your club going. But I think because no one was going, I just sort of was I was really content with how, you know, playing club and just playing school and stuff. It worked itself out in the end anyway. You mentioned about minor when you get back into the setup there as well. Was that where really the buzz about representing down started to come? Yeah, completely. I think we won the All Ireland Minor B Shield or something. Um, so that there was obviously a huge buzz, and then these like the girls at minor are obviously all your age, and they're coming up through to senior like Sierra Sands, Blanche Savage. Um, so they're girls you're gonna be playing with in the future, you know, when girls start to start start to leave. So yeah, completely. It was um it was really good, and it was wasn't probably as much pressure on you, but um it was obviously really enjoyable. You mentioned about getting the phone call to come into the senior setup in 2019. Now, first before that, uh, going into the football setup as well in 2018. Now, you would have been very young representing. I seen the picture of you playing against Mead in a Division Three National Football League game. What was the experience like of your first um, involvement in a senior intercounty setup with the footballers? I suppose it was it was different. Like it was obviously a huge commitment, and the trainings were extremely tough, but. Down football that year fell apart um in two thousand no in in the summer sorry, and that sort of not tainted it but I was it was it was it wasn't really a good experience you know what I mean it people started to fall off the panel and then like there was a new management at one point as well so it sort of did fall through a wee bit um so I think the next year I sort of was like right well I got the phone call for Kamogi so I'll give it a rattle and it worked out for the best obviously but. But um, obviously, as I said before, I, I would love to go back and, you know, um, see Kiva um, and Peter, isn't it? Um, they're doing a brilliant job with the mm. Down footballers there. They won the Ulster final there yesterday. So, yeah, it's looking up for Down football as well. Yeah, it was a big weekend for Down football, as you just mentioned there as well, beating for man in the Ulster Intermediate final 210 to 27. I have a funny feeling down the line we'd be doing another of these fair green searches when we're talking about your football exploits. But Camogie, obviously, as you mentioned there, what was going on in 2018, not a good time for Down football. And then the Camogie side are starting to move up the ladder again. And we talked about Crow Park and the game against Cork, a Down team that nobody really saw coming at the time, you know, outside the county, definitely inside the county with people like Fanula Carr inspiring you and you must have felt this, you know, something something is happening here. Yeah, completely. Um, I actually remember seeing, I think Martina really like lined out for them in the league and they were really, really struggling. So I didn't, I don't think anyone expected it from them, but like the talent, like the calibre players, you know what I mean? You have Fanula Carr and Sir Louise and Paula and Neve, like they're, they were destined always to win in all our intermediate, like just about when and 
2018 there were probably like people were saying it was a flash in the pan but then obviously the following year then they came back and done it again and and then we we're actually extremely unlucky to obviously look out to Westmead that year but you know we were there and thereabouts and then I think 2020 the, the year there was like we I think we were just so motivated to win the trainings were so intense and everyone was really chomping at the bit to to get a crack at it and thankfully when we did every game we really we were getting better and better and progressing you talked about some of those experienced names there. I've mentioned a few of them as well. And then there was the 17-year-old X-Factor coming in in 2019 as well. You certainly made an impression breaking this down team as well. You were nominated for a soaring star despite the disappointment of that defeat to Westmead. Yeah, it was It was actually, um, yeah, it was a huge year like in terms of like realising that I do want to be a part of it. And then um, getting to, it was obviously hugely disappointing losing to Westmead. Um, I think we sort of took them for granted a bit. So it was hugely disappointing, but I think it only motivated us to come back the following year. And obviously then COVID had, it was sort of, you know, it was just about when, when we could get back together and train and, and, you know, have a go at it. But missing out in the league that year too, I think I sort of lacked experience still, I, I thought, in last year still. Obviously I've only played one league and then, well, two championships now. But at that stage, I'd only had one season. So I really wasn't experienced and I don't think as big as a player as I probably wanted to be, you know. Um, so it's just about obviously now that we've got these chance for league games and, you know, it's championship coming up. You just want to be, people be able to lean on you a bit more and, and take a bit more, um, take a bit more drive to the team as well. I don't have notes in front of me about the 2019 league. Um, just listen there. Did you get much game time during that league? Because I have you down here for playing against Derry in the 2019 Ulster Championship, a day I suppose that you started catching the attention of people. You, got, you scored two points that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a brilliant day for us, I think. And um, that was when I think Down Camogie really solidified that they're, they're up and thereabouts because obviously no one expected them to beat Derry the, the previous year. So um, that was a huge day, yeah. But I had a, yeah, well, yeah, I think I've played most games in the league because we didn't have the Cundiff girls. They were, they had their All-Ireland club final. So they weren't training or playing the league. So yeah, I got a good few games under the belt. And um, yeah, um, it, I suppose, gave me a bit of experience then going into the championship. Did you find this experience, and I don't mean to harbour the football, but did you find this experience kind of more enjoyable now that you feel you were settling into this setup a bit more than the previous year playing football? Yeah, completely. Um, and I sort of had a, a spot in the team, whereas in football I was sort of middling, I was in and out. Um, so, yeah, having a spot in the team, I suppose, gave me huge confidence then. And um, obviously then I just worked from there. And, you know, I think I got my first taste for like strength and conditioning and stuff in the gym. And, you know, everything everything was working and it was only it was only then I realized that you know if you commit you know good things probably will happen like you know and it's always the team was obviously like extremely good at the time but I think the fact that the conduct guards weren't there it was sort of give a chance to show a bit during the league and and then when they came back and obviously they had um they're all Ireland um under them as well they're um, club one so they came in full flight and then I sort of got experience to play with players like Paula and you know Sir Louise now Good things were really starting to happen as well. I remember reading an interview you did, it could have been with Gaelic Life, uh, seeing the highlight of your career so far was winning that Ulster Senior Medal in 2019. And of course, it's all happening. It's all going well. And then, as you touched on a few times already, the heartbreak of that disappointment to Westmead because after seeing down in Crow Park the previous year, now you're involved with the team and you must have thought that Crow Park dream was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And then obviously the 
last year because it was two Ulster teams. We couldn't get to Crow Park, so I've still yet to experience that Crow Park dream, but maybe one day. Yeah, I was building up for the road to Crow Park, and as I asked the previous question, I started thinking, oh, Dina, yes, because the All-Irelands, it didn't happen in Crow Park, but we'll, 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 we'll get to that in just a moment. I forgot to mention going through that, of course, you were being well recognised in school as well. You one of, I don't know if you're the first, but you won a very few players to get an Ulster College's All Star in both Camogie and ladies football in the same year. Yeah, in my school, I think there was a fella maybe who won. I won. I won a hurling one and a football one in the same year, and I actually think Paula O'Hagan won a football one and a Camogie one in the same year. So yeah, it was good. Um, I think I actually so the trials I went in fifth year. And got both. And I think that was a huge shock. Like I was not expecting. Like even like Maeve Kelly was at them trials that year, I think, and Rich McCormick, and they're obviously, you know, unbelievable. Um so girls playing around girls I got there, I didn't think I had it stood a chance. Um and then like Blackie Mackin was actually at the football trials. And like you know, players I got there that like, you knew of and you heard of, and they're all obviously extremely talented. So I never really gave myself a chance. And then I suppose the following year I didn't get to go to the football trials, but I went back to the Camogie and lucky enough to get one there and then in the final year um, I went to both and got both so yeah it's obviously a huge confidence booster when you're playing alongside girls that you know that are so talented um, you feel extremely lucky and you brought that confidence into the senior self as well nominated for uh, Soaring Star in 2019 like I know it's not about individual honours every player says that but you must be so proud to be part of this experience of course this is 2019 as well we actually had a banquet that year and you get a chance to like be part of the elite of the game so obviously like a huge eye opener that you know if you work hard that you know these things can happen but obviously yeah, as you said 2019 was as lovely as that is yeah we would have loved to be in Crook Park was obviously the main goal it was never never even crossed my mind anything else like that there then obviously you know being in the city of S it was like unreal to see the calibre of players that you're, that you're surrounded by but yeah the, the main aim of, of the year obviously for everyone is to get to Crook Park and um, to be in an all Ireland final As Christmas 2019 came and the new year was coming in, no Crow Park, you didn't get the soaring star there, but you got the experience of being part of the occasion. Hopes were high going into 2020 before the world completely changed. Mm -hmm, Completely. I think it just sort of swept everyone off off their feet. They didn't expect to be stuck at home for so long. I think it was like two week break and everyone was sort of all buzzing about it. And then it's like about three months later, you're still waiting about and sitting about waiting for something to happen. I remember the league that year. I'm from Galway and down we're in the same group as the Galway Intermediates and both teams were looking well and I was looking forward to that matchup. Obviously, it didn't happen as well. Coming into the summer uh, and we, the go-ahead was given, obviously club activity took place first. How important was it at the time? And I, I could ask you the same question, Sersha, for 2021 as well. But how important was it at the time just to get back out again, pucking the ball with your friends, with your colleagues, with your teammates? Yeah, it was obviously extremely important, even just for like the social aspect, you know, everyone was sort of waiting about. And then when, when you did get the chance, everyone, I don't think it was even about winning anymore. It was just about like, you know, going out and enjoying yourself and not taking it for granted, I suppose. And um, yes, we done that there. And yeah, it was really enjoyable just to get back with your friends. And that's what it's about at, at the end of the day. Like it's, it's not just about winning, but um, it's, it's great for the social side of things. September came and you were back in a down setup as well, and no doubt there was unfinished business based on some of the things we've already talked about. Mm-hmm, completely, I think everyone was just ready. It was, it was just like, no one was there to 
mess about. And, you know, once we stepped over the white line, that was it. Everyone had their serious face on for an hour and a half and um, everyone was gymming flat out and, you know, really committed to it. And yeah, thankfully um, it worked well for us. We were talking here at the time that people should watch down going into the championship. I suppose, did you get a sense too as well, before the second teams were taken out, they'd be talking about the Galways, maybe the Tipperaries, even the Meads who'd come down from senior as well. Um, was there a feeling on the outside that, you know, people are not considering us serious contenders despite what we've achieved in previous years? Yeah, I suppose, I, yeah. But I think, I don't, I like, like we're told all the time, you know, I mean, don't listen to what anyone else is saying, you know, focus on yourself and focus on putting in your own performance and working hard and, you know, working as a team and it'll fall together. And we just, we just worked, worked away quietly and, and thankfully it, it fell right for us. What impressed me about Down is the way you could adapt to the environment of any particular match. Let's take the semi-final, for example, a low-scoring game against Mead, a battle to cut out Mead scoring threats as well. You were significant on the scoreboard that day as well. You got three points in that semi-final. Um, that was a real battle because Mead were probably going into that game as favourites despite the fact they'd lost to Antrim earlier on. Yeah, I think they were. And I think they sort of, they did close us down quite quickly in the forward line. It was extremely hard to pick off scores. They were, they were fierce, like, but I think we all knew that we had it in us. Like, once we start getting the ball moving and working together, um, um, it just it usually falls, like, it can fall into place, but it's just about um, keeping the faith. Like, I think we were struggling the first half of it. And then the second half, we um, we put the head down and, and worked, worked even harder. And it just, um, it paid off, obviously, yeah. But me, they're exceptional that day as well. I know no trophies were handed out that day and we're, we're, we're getting to that big game, I promise. But is there a feeling of satisfaction winning a game like that? Because it wasn't a day where you could express yourselves as much as you'd like to. Did you had to dig deep and scrap for everything that you got? Yeah, I always find like the hardest fought games are the better ones to win, probably. Like um, that was a battle and we didn't probably play the game the way we wanted to play, you know, direct ball. It just didn't fall for us like that there. So it was, um, yeah, it was extremely satis- satisfactory, obviously, to win. And obviously going in as underdogs as well, even made it 10 times better. And then we knew we had Antrim um, waiting for us in, in the final. So it was obviously bittersweet as well. Like, you know, we know all them girls well from uni and stuff. So, yeah, it's grand. Like, it's... I was just coming to that as well because it's not Crow Park. Granted, uh, Breffney Park Heaven is as good as any anywhere there is. Uh, but when you put Antrim opposite you, that's definitely going to motivate any player wearing a down jersey. Yeah, completely. Like they're an extremely talented team, um, and they've completely gotten just as like they're almost better than last year as well. Like they're really well conditioned this year, and they're like there was a battle there in the league league final there. Um, they were so strong and so physical, and obviously the likes of Maeve, who does them massive runs, you know, through through the middle, and they're extremely hard to stop when they get going. And we had a really fight for that win last week as well, just as much as we did in the final. It's great to see an Ulster rivalry again. Now, stop me if I if I'm wrong. What I'm saying here, but it, like Ulster Camogie taking a bit of a dip. Bar club level where we'd seen successes for Slot Neil and Clonduff, as you said there as well. But we'd seen counties really step up last year, and not just step up last year, but continuing that this year. You just mentioned Antrim and yourselves. It's three great contests you've had now in a six month spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think there's another one coming here in next. Next week there could be if there's not a final there. So yeah, like um Ulster Camogie's obviously on the up and obviously the likes of Sutton Hill have been like instrumental in that there, you know, watching a club team from you know Ulster go through and, and be as influential as they have been. So yeah, like it's obviously on the up, but but it's just about keeping it going now, I suppose, and like as for down in terms of pushing on in the in the senior championship now. 
Talk to me about the All-Ireland final against Antrim, the feeling going into the match as well. You're 18 years of age, you're finally getting to play in the All-Ireland senior final. It's not Crow Park, but it's Antrim, it's in All-Ireland. Uh, it's the biggest game, arguably, of your career. Yeah, completely. And I think the niceness of it was, um, we always went up in cars and it was just sort of really chillaxed. Like it wasn't, there was no no craziness or anyone shouting or anything. It was really, really chilled and everyone went in and just sort of had the crack. And, you know, once we we done our warm up a pitch um, across the road, I think, or it was a, it was a wee bit of a driveway. So then we drove in and we were warmed up and we were ready to go. So we just poked about and we got there. And I think once we started and Hank's, it took us a while to start, I suppose. And then Sir Louise's goal, that changed the game for us, I think. I think we started to drive on from there and sort of took the wheel then after half time. Yeah, when you got that the break there with the goal, then you just kind of really started to express yourselves. And it, like, it wasn't as though it was a close match. And Antrim weren't playing bad in this game, I have to say. And we said it too when we did the analysis here. Like, you could make one argument to say Antrim were better than the scoreboard showed, but actually it was more the compliment that down really up the gears when you had to, to make sure there was only going to be one winner. Yeah, completely. Yeah, it was it was an extremely tight game. So obviously the scoreboard didn't do did did injustice at all. But but I think the likes of Lauren Clark getting a goal and stuff that's that was what's been brewing all year. Like she set up about ninety percent of the goals scored last year and and didn't um didn't get any credit or you know didn't didn't get the satisfaction of scoring for herself. So I think um yeah we pushed on and like she got that break and she went for her goal and Neves got two goals were obviously phenomenal as well. So. Yeah, I think we just, I think we just took over, took over the wheel at um at her. Final whistle. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Probably the best feeling ever. And then after that, there I was just thinking back to the car deal. <laughs> 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 but celebrations were tempered no doubt again they were talking about a completely different world like it's uh, down camogie good things are happening but you, you you can't celebrate or let loose the way you would have imagined two years earlier when you watched the game in Grove Park no completely completely it was obviously it's fairly civilised for an all man. like but but obviously it's nice to it was nice at that time to you know, go back and celebrate and have the crack and you know, something we probably needed after that year, you know, really actually probably ended the year in a high because um, the whole year was just, it was probably not wasted, but, you know, it was extremely supposed to moralise and like not being able to do anything. And it was just odd, I suppose, like you're, but you're not doing what you're used to. So I think that ended the year on a high and, and you know, get brought momentum then coming into this year. You talked about some of the older players in the team already that inspired you as well. No doubt there was occasions where you looked at people like Fanula Carr that was waiting so long for the success as well and others as well. And did that kind of just add to the, the delight and the privilege, I suppose, of being part of that dressing room with players that you would have looked up to? Yeah, completely. Like Fanula's been like a stalwart for Dan Kogi, like so it was completely it's unreal to see it for her and like Karen Mullen as well. And you know, Neve, Neve's been there for a long time too. And She's always drove on down Camogie and and Catherine Gordy. Like it was lovely for for all them girls, and then obviously for the younger ones, um, like Clark Hyan and all us coming through. It, it was it was a real huge booster. Like it shows that you know I mean it's possible, and and if we work hard, you know I mean this, these things can happen as, as a reoccurrence. But it's just about putting, I suppose, the time and the effort and the work rate that you know the likes of Fanilla and all have. There's a generation of down players, including yourself, that are inspiring the next generation as well. And I've no doubt you're going to continue to do big things. A long off-season. We weren't expecting that at the beginning of December 2020. That'll be nearly six months before our ball will be poked in haste again. You did get your soaring star. Not quite the banquet in the city west. 
<laughs> do you know what it's a blessing in disguise <laughs> no um yeah it was obviously lovely to receive that and I wasn't expecting it at all like at all so um yeah it was a nice way to end the year as well I suppose but um obviously as every president will tell you the main thing was that all Ireland for us it was it was huge there were six of you that got it Derva McGee Paul O'Higgins Sarah Louise Fanula Neve, and yourself we expected you to get it now and uh, you, you you know that with my next question in a moment um, that evening like were you all just at home could I know we had to be socially distancing was there any form of intermingling through Zoom WhatsApp or or was it just sit at home chill back relax watch the TV and enjoy the moment I was actually at the ball with Derva McGee and right. I came home, I think they had gone, maybe, I don't know if they went through it, but I just got a text message saying congratulations. So I really was not expecting like, and I was sitting there and I was like, I actually near painted. And then I remember my dad, because um, he actually asked me the previous week, you know, was there any new all-stars this year? And I was just let on, no, there's not. <laughs> so I just obviously just to keep him quiet because he would have been down my neck about it. And then, um, yeah, and then obviously it was extremely overwhelming receiving one, but yeah, I wasn't really expecting it at all. Have you got the award yet? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's lovely. Because I knew at the time it couldn't come straight away. And of course, it wasn't your only uh, team of the year. You were Sports Styles team of the year. We have to give that a mention as well. And you're on the podium third overall with our uh, followers who voted for you. Yeah, um, that was obviously a lovely privilege as well. Like, And probably wasn't expecting that either. But yeah, it's just it's obviously nice to receive all these things. And it does drive you on. But like obviously winning you know and playing with your teammates and your friends that's obviously always the main the main main goal and why you play I suppose as I say as you say there it's nice to get them too but it's all about action on the field I'm conscious of the time as well just a quick question we talked about the 2021 league already but I suppose what I'm asking is is the relief to finally get back it's kind of a repeat question to what I asked about September 2020 but to get back out in the field to play this year as well like an even longer how did you find this lockdown compared to the previous ones yeah, it was extremely hard, obviously, because it's winter, it's, it was dark nights and, you know, training by yourself is as motivated as you can be, like, it is, it does get sickening and you're waiting just for that day where someone says, like, oh, you can go back out in the field with your pals for, you know, a puck about. So, yeah, it was it was obviously tough, but I think, you know what I mean, you had to persevere. Everyone was going through the same thing, so you just persevered and, like, we're at the other side of it now, hopefully, um, all being well and, and can really push on. And everything's been clicking into, into gear to hick up against Antrim the first day, but we've talked about that rivalry. And of course, you've you potentially have an Ulster final coming up against them before we kick into the championship. And hopefully, Sersha will see you in the flesh sometime over the course of the summer. And we wish down the best of luck. There's so much more I'd love to talk about, but the clock is against us. One quick question I do have to ask you, and then we move on to the final segment as well. You mentioned that AFLW might appeal to you some stage down the future. Yeah, it definitely would when the borders open up, hopefully. Um, that's something I'd love to do. You know, there's likes of um, Sarah Rowe from Mayo and all doing it, and it just looks really ideal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who wouldn't love to be playing in, in the sun? So definitely it's something that I would definitely love to do, but it's just about, I suppose, finishing off uni and, and getting that done and then hopefully getting the chance to, to, to go. 
as the important thing at the end of the day. And we wish you the best luck in all that as well if it happens down the line. Sir, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you again here on Sports Stars and really, really enjoyed the conversation. Now, we're not done with you yet. We have one more bit of business to do before we wrap up. I can see you smiling there at me at the moment because the guests, their favourite moment here as well, where they've named their fantastic four. In just a moment, Saoirse is going to name the best two players she has played with in her career so far. And that can be club, county, college, any criteria you decide yourself, Saoirse, and the two best players that you played against. So when you're ready, the best player you played with and why? I can't not say Neve Malm. She's just unbelievable. I've never seen anyone as, as completely focused and driven and she's just an inspiration probably. Like to play alongside her, I feel extremely lucky and do you know what I mean? In the way she plays, she's extremely, extremely talented. So yeah, definitely probably Neve would have to be one of them. Neve Ballon, we said before, is as good as any forward in the country as well. And we look forward to seeing her like yourself in the top flight camogie as the year goes on. Neve Ballon from down the first pick, the second player you played with and why? I'm going to have to go with Sarah Louise because she's just like, again, the exact same as Neve, and she's got extreme power and pace and like, um, like she can literally, off both sides, point from 45 yards out or beyond that. And um, she's extremely talented and She's got like a complete camogie brain. Like she knows where the ball is going to go. And you know what I mean? She can read the game so well. I think that's probably one of the most important things that a player can have. So I'm definitely going to say Sarah Louise. Sarah Louise Graffin, definitely. We always knew she was a great leader in the down attack too. But I suppose one of the benefits of what happened last year, the more games were streamed, is that more people around the country really got to appreciate uh, the talent that she is because she's, again, no different to Neve, one of the best players in the country. Yep, completely. Definitely is, yeah. Obviously, it's, it's lovely to be playing alongside them like, and learning from them. Well, they're the players you played with, Neve Mallon and Sarah Louise Grafton from down. It's time now to the players that you've played against. The best player you've played against and why? Um, I'm going to have to say Mia Kelly from Antrim. She's just a complete workhorse and she's got extreme skill and talent as well. So definitely Maeve. Yeah, she really drives that Antrim team on as well. They won't use this as inspiration for the Ulster final, but I can ask you this question safely. What do you think are Antrim's chances in the All-Ireland Intermediate Championship this year? Um, extremely high, extremely high, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they've really pushed on from last year and probably learnt a lot and um, you can tell they're working hard. The form has been good as well. So, Saoirse, we have Neve Mallon from Down, Sarah Louise Graffin from Down and Maeve Kelly from Antrim. It's now time to complete your Fantastic Four. The second player you've played against and why? I'm going to have to go for another car. Um, have to pick another down player. Um, obviously, like it speaks for itself. It's Vanilla and she's got extreme skill and she can read. Like I don't know anyone who can read the game as good as Vanilla. So obviously, really hugely sad to see her go this year. But um, you know what I mean? She, she's done her time at, for Down Camogie and um, I'm sure I'll be playing alongside against her, sorry, um, <laughs> at club um, in the future. And of course, before I wrap up as well, it's a good it's a good pick actually because you played against her at club and Fanula be more defensive player as well. What she like to play against? I run up the field and I turn around and she has the ball when I hit it down. <laughs> <laughs> she just can read the game so well. She just and like her catching's phenomenal. So yeah, she's obviously a brilliant player. I, I'm sure Vanula is smiling listening to that Sergio McCartan it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here in the fair green and again we wish you the very very best luck not just in the 2021 championship but the rest of your career as well there's a long career ahead and I've no doubt this is not the last time that you and me will share a conversation in this capacity whether we're talking about camogie talking about football or maybe even talking about AFLW your fantastic four one more time Neve Mallon from Down Sarah Louise Graffin from Down Maeve Kelly from Antrim and Vanula Carr from Down it's been a pleasure talking to Sergio 
McCartan, our thumb down, our guest this week in the fair green. And with that, Sergia, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thank you.